Hey, what's going on? Howie Spangler here. Uh, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 55. Number 55. Man, I have a lot to talk about today. Um, wow, okay. So, I'm in California. Everything, there's so much that's happened in the last month or so. Like, I know I had, um, I had Brandon on the last episode, um, so I didn't really talk about a lot of stuff going on with the band. Um, so, let me try to rewind this. Um, we did the Bad Fish tour uh, last month in January, and the um, the bass guitar got stolen. Yeah. Yeah, we were in uh, Lincoln th- at the Lincoln Theater in Raleigh, and uh, we finished the set. And, um, you know, just like normal and, uh, everything, you know, just the whole process after the set, you know, crews getting stuff off stage and, um, someone walked in the back door and swiped Nick's bass guitar from the tech table. And, uh, yeah, it was just frustrating, man. It was like, he, you know, he lost his mind, of course, um, rightfully so but uh it's there's that we've been robbed i don't know four or five times on the road in the last 13 years um people breaking into the van or whatever uh it 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 sucks every time it definitely it sucks it hurts um you feel violated there's like this feeling of violation like it's, I don't know. It's fucking awful, man. Um, so, don't steal shit. It's not nice. Um, luckily, you know, the band is in a position, like, we had insurance on everything. We have insurance on all our gear. Um, and I will try to find, for any of you musician folk out there, I'll try to find the uh, the name of the insurance company or point you to, point you in the right direction. Um I definitely suggest going through all of your gear, cataloging it with the serial numbers and all that, and like the, uh, you know, what what they're worth and everything, and make a list and get insurance. When that stuff happens, it's uh, it's unfortunate. It sucks, but you know, we were able to replace the base rather quickly. I mean, he's, it sucks because the, the bass that was stolen, uh, was custom made for him by Ernie Ball. Uh, you know, so he loved it. He played it every night. He ordered another one, you know, it takes about a month or so, but, um, you know, so it did get taken care of. It's just, it's one of those setbacks, you know, you got to deal with it. Just the thought that anybody would want to steal a musician's instrument or or anybody want to steal anything that's I don't know it's like the livelihood you know um that's just it, that literally is how he makes his money you know it's it someone just swiped it and uh you know so yeah that that sucked but <clears throat> so we we moved on you know we moved on uh let's see 
What else has been happening? Um, so we finished that Batfish tour. Thanks to those guys for having us out. Um, and then we had a little time off and prepared for the Winter Blackout Tour with The Expendables and Cashed Out, which we are on right now. Um, so we've been in California for about a week. Um, and the weather's been not fun. Like, really. Like, not cool at all. Like, when we got here last week, um, Southern California, we were, it was like, it was nice. It was kind of kind of cool, you know? Um, we, we did the One Love Festival in Long Beach, and... Uh, it was great. It was um, had a great crowd. I heard we had like the biggest crowd of the entire weekend on that stage, which is awesome. Um, I thought Friday at four fifteen was going to be really hard to do because you know people getting off work and you know all the traffic around LA is just horrendous. So um, you know, uh, had a great show. The uh, thank you to everybody that came to the stage and watched us. Um, I know there were some first timers there and uh the the Instagram was lighting up the, all weekend so um trying to you know trying to stay on top of that reply to everybody and say thanks. Uh yeah so the show was great. It was kind of weird like the situation with the the passes and getting in um like they had to they actually had um dogs sniffing for bombs and shit in the in the van like putting these pretty little uh, canines in our in our vehicle to make sure we didn't have bombs and I mean I I, I totally understand it you got to be safe I guess but it's just odd to think we'd want to go blow up the show we're going to play at I don't know um, but thanks to security for taking care of us you know nonetheless um, yeah getting in was a little crazy like it seemed like people on the radios they had the walkie talkies like um, when one person's like, hey, this is happening, and the other person on the other end's like, okay, cool, I've confirmed that that's going to happen. And then you get to that person that just confirmed not a minute later when you drive around the parking lot, and they're like, what's going on? What is this? Who are you guys? And it was really weird. There was like a disconnect uh, with the event staff, which was kind of weird. Um, so we just we didn't even bother like cruising around and checking out other bands, or at least I didn't. Like Most of us stayed here with the band we ended up hanging out with the pacifier guys all night and drinking beers and taking shots of whiskey and that was fun <laughs> um so yeah one love was great um i was really <clears throat> i was really excited about playing a lot of this new stuff from the detonate record uh because it's like you know it's not reggae and it's um we just have been enjoying ourselves a lot more on stage playing, you know, these punk rock songs and just the energy at the shows on stage and out in the crowd feels bigger than it has in a long time. And, uh, it's gotta be because we've been changing up the set list and doing the heavier songs and the faster stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I just feel more satisfied when I walk off, you know? And, uh, so we did a bunch of those songs. Well, I thought we played like a few of the hits, you know, the mixtape and blaze this weed, um, stuff like that. But then we did a lot of the new songs and, and a couple of old, well, actually we didn't do a whole, it was like, I think it was like seven songs or something, maybe eight. 
because we only had a half hour. But in any case, it was it was mostly fast and heavy, and everybody seemed to dig it. You know, I feel like whenever a festival hires us, it's an opportunity for us to be like the standout artist from the whole weekend or whatever it is. Like, I feel like we have the um, the sound that is digestible, but it's just different and not roots reggae or, or whatever you know it really doesn't matter what festival we're playing we're doing sunfest we just announced that we're doing sunfest in a uh, west palm in may and that lineup is i don't know eclectic is that the word because it's just like g easy revolution tears for fears stick figure uh keith urban ballyhoo you know what I mean? It's like, it's just a, it's a wild, it's a big variety. I have no idea what kind of crowd we're going to play to. I feel like, I feel like it's going to be a weird set, honestly. I feel like there's going to be a bunch of people out there that don't understand what we're doing or something. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be great. It'll be the best show we ever played, but definitely an interesting uh, lineup for sure. Um, so yeah, I feel like when we do festivals, it's like we have that advantage of, I don't know, just being different, sticking out. I mean, you can sing to the songs and stuff, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I uh, mentioned we're in California. So we started this tour with The Expendables and cashed out last night. And uh, Amplified is on the tour as well. He's like hosting MC. And <clears throat> great show, great show last night. We played in Petaluma. Um, we've never played Petaluma, I think. I think we, I know we came through years ago and checked out the Mesa Boogie uh, factory and um, the Lagunitas Brewery. We did a tour. We got really drunk on the tour. It was awesome. Like, he gave us extra. Like, we got to do the whole, the whole thing twice, basically. Like, you'd finish a flight, then he'd give you another flight, you know? So <laughs> that was cool. And the guy was very entertaining. Like, the Lagunitas Brewery has a very entertaining uh, brewery tour. If the same guy's still doing it. He was really good. Um, so, yeah, we uh, played the show last night, came out, ripped it. It just felt like song by song, the crowd was just getting more and more into us. And um, I know there were a lot of first-timers as well. And... Uh, I don't know. I feel like us and the Expendables is a really good lineup, like a really good. Uh, uh, we complement each other's sounds, I think, and um, so their fans were into what we were doing. You know, those guys play like metal and punk, and amongst the reggae, and you know they do a lot more of the guitar dueling solos, like the Iron Maiden type of shit, which is rad. Um, but we come out heavy and fast as well, so. Um, and, uh, Adam last night was like, damn, dude, that was a really energetic set. I don't know if you noticed that. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, that, that was on purpose. You know, um, you just want to, you want to come out swinging, man, you know, and, uh, you want to win them over. And last night was rad. Uh, we've got these new shirts on sale. Uh, this one, it's a, it's got a skeleton on it and he's surfing. It's black and white. Um, it's a white tee with, with black print and, uh, it's pretty badass. It's like, it's a little different imagery than what we normally do, but, uh, apparently it was flying last night. So check it out if you get a chance. There's another one as well. There's like a more, um, kind of a 
pretty looking uh, island logo um, on this like baby blue shirt for the ladies. Um, it's really nice too. So check out the new merch when you get a chance. We got the detonate vinyl and we got them socks, yo. Got them socks. Everybody needs socks, right? Um, so yeah, uh, I feel like this tour is going to be really rad. We had, we've, we had fun with these guys before. This will be like the third time we've been on tour with the Expendables, actually. The first time was 2011 with them and Pepper. And uh, I remember that tour going really well. That was in the Daydreams era. And uh, so 2015, we did the Winter Blackout. It was us and Catastro. And it went really well. So um, we hadn't really seen those guys, I think, really since. Um, And Adam and I started talking last year sometime, I think, or the year before. Yeah, I think it was like 2017 we started talking about doing some shows again. And this finally worked out. So, Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good tour. But, yo, this weather, man. What is happening? It California feels like Portland, Oregon. And Portland, Oregon is a great city. I'm not putting a negative thing on that, okay? But the rain and, like, the cold, what is happening? What is happening? Yeah, it's been weird. Um, but luckily for One Love, the day we played, it was nice and sunny. And it was, it was great. And then after that, it just started raining. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what else is going on in this uh, in this crazy world I live in? Um, I've been messing up my intermittent fasting so bad. Uh, the holidays, man. The holidays screwed me. Like, it's just been hard to get back on the wagon. Like, I, I've been been doing it. I've been intermittent fasting intermittently. <laughs> uh, I Like, on and off, you know? Oh, shit, I forgot I have a coffee up here. Hold on one sec. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's going to be terrible. Hold on. Mmm, that is not good. <laughs> it's one thing about coffee, man, like... For me, anyway, like I don't, uh, I don't really discriminate. Like I'm just sort of like, I just need coffee. Like I don't feel like. Okay, let me say something straight. I don't feel like I need coffee. Like I don't think I'm addicted to it, right? But that's the first sign of addiction, is right where you're like, I'm not addicted. I can stop anytime. I don't need this. I don't have to do this to have fun. But I feel like. It's more of like a a habit thing and um, like a comfort thing. Maybe those are all part of like addiction. I I don't know. But uh, like, I don't know. I just feel like I remember like my mom drank coffee on the weekends. And I just I can still remember like the French vanilla smell in the kitchen. And uh, I don't know. I just like uh, I just started drinking it when I was, I don't know, 18 or 19 probably. Um, and I don't know, it just reminded me of her. And then, I don't know, it's just nice. You just have a coffee, you got some work to do, you sit down, 
and you just do your thing. I, I like having a cup of coffee while I'm driving. Like we got these long drives, you know. And uh, it's, it's just nice. It's nice to have a cup of coffee. And this is not good coffee, but I'm still going to drink it, you know. Um, I am not above drinking that sludge, you know. Um, I've done it many times on the road. There's like these like really creepy gas stations, you know, and sometimes you're just feeling it and you go in there and they've got the, they've got the big pot going. That's, you know, it's been sitting there for nine hours, right? On the, on the hot plate there. And you just know, you can just see it by looking at it. You just, you can just tell and like, this isn't going to be good, but it's coffee. It's here. I'm here. I'm going to put it inside me, you know? Um, so, yeah. Drank a lot of coffee this weekend. Oh, man. Um, I've been trying to cut back, honestly. Like, it's nice to have a cup or two, you know? Like, two a day, I feel, is good. And usually, you know, the first one is a pretty big one. Um you know, it's like the big or the medium or the large, you know, from Duncan or some Love's truck stop or something like that. But, um, yeah, I was just, you know, we were in the studio. That's what's been going on. Okay, so we were in the studio this weekend. And um, being creative is exhausting. Like, it's not, it's not like physical. Like, you're not doing... Like, obviously, yeah, we're moving around and I'm like, you know, playing guitar and things like that. But like, it becomes physically draining. Like, I, I it's like weird because like, it's like you're putting yourself under stress for, you know, eight, nine, ten hours a day. You know, we did it. We were there for about four days. Um, and it's... Okay, let me start from the beginning. Okay, so we were doing One Love, right? We were going to do One Love. And then we were going to start this tour with The Expendables. And it starts, you know, in Petaluma, California. So we had like four days off between One Love and the start of this tour. And I knew that we were just going to be sitting around in a hotel room. And I knew that I did not want to do that. I thought we should work. I don't like not working, um, and I knew that, that it was just going to be an excuse for me to, you know, play Resident Evil instead of do what I'm supposed to do, right? So um, I hit up my good buddy, uh, Yasad Williams from Pepper, uh, great band, check him out if you haven't already, um, and I was like, yo, dude, I knew they had a studio in Redondo, so I was like, hey, man, uh, is it cool if we use the studio for a few days while we're, you know, waiting for this tour to start after One Love. And uh, he gave me his engineer's number called Jeff Bates. Jeff Bates is a good guy. Um, talked to him, and we set it up. And so the day after One Love, about 11 o'clock, we get over there, get loaded in. And they've got a cool little spot in Redondo. Um, and uh, it's... Uh, it's like 
a, a good size control room, and then they've got the big live room, and they got all their Pepper memorabilia on the walls, and you know it's really neat, all their album covers and things like that. Um, they've got like a little kitchen area, and then they've got like a lounge type of area with uh, like video games and a big TV and um, the bathroom and stuff. So it's it's nice. It was cool. It was comfortable, and uh, there's this great taco shop right down in the corner that we hit several times. Uh, Poncho's Tacos. Oh my god, dude. I had like several giant burritos. And the breakfast burrito, dude. The scrambled eggs, hash browns, hot sauce, cheese, bacon. Oh my god, so good. So that was kind of like fueling the sessions. So the whole thing was like, all right, this is great. We're going to be in a studio for several days. Maybe we'll bang out like, you know, four songs, something like that. And that's, I would have been stoked on four, maybe five songs. I would have been stoked on it, right? So we get like four songs done and then we start messing around. We're like, well, we've got like three days left. I mean, we, we banged out like, like four songs in a day, you know, day, day and a half. So we were just like, okay, well, we've got all this time. We might as well just, you know, see what else we got. So I started digging through my, my demo folders um, from the last couple of years, seeing if there's anything that popped out. And I found a few things. And uh, it was cool because, like, um, when, you're, when you're sort of writing from scratch, um, like, I'd have, you know, when I say scratch, like, I had, like, an idea, like a demo down from, like, an old Pro, Pro Tools session or something. And um, I would find it and I'd say okay here's something and they'd be into it and uh so what you do is like it was we found it'd be a good working system so if anybody any artists out there um so we we I'd take the the skeleton well we'd build a skeleton of the of the song basically so I would take a piece of the song that I'd done you know in a demo and we would throw it over to the engineer and then we basically start basically start making loops um of like different the different parts right to, to create an arrangement um and if we didn't do it that way we would go into the live room and we would hash it out as a band basically like all right here's this part okay now it needs a bridge or you know it needs a pre-course or how are we going to end this or how are we going to how are we going to intro this kind of thing and um and then once that once that's done you play to a click once that's done uh we could come back out and i would say well hey let's actually shorten that um, that third verse or whatever it doesn't need to be that long, or, or maybe we need a double chorus at the end, um, something like that. So then we would make some cuts, paste some things around, and then now you've got this skeleton of a song, of uh, what will be a song that Donald the drummer can play to, uh, and it's all to it's all to click. So we, you know, ran through the song. Once we kind of figured it out, we ran through the song one time as a band and tracked that. And they call that scratch guitar, scratch vocal, scratch bass, whatever. Um, and now he can go over it a million times if he wants, you know, because he has the references. And so, you know, we'd spend like an hour working on the drums, kind of getting everything, you know, all the parts where they should be. And we'd come back and listen and make sure there's nothing weird and we'd, we'd fix what we need to fix. And then you, you just move on. You know, so like we found ourselves, we did nine songs 
um, found ourselves like doing an entire record, and it was awesome. It was it was, it was unexpected, and we were all stoked. And listening back, and it's like you think like you do it so fast in like that four days, you feel like all right, there's got to be something here that's like it's like eh, you know, because it came out so fast, and you know, we just kind of we didn't rush, we just we just move quickly. We're like, we're, we're just like that. And so then you go back and listen. And even now, a couple of days later, it's like, yeah, I'm still feeling these songs, you know, and that's a good sign. Um, that's how I felt about, you know, the detonate stuff. I mean, that's how I feel about everything that we've, we've done. We try to only put out the best stuff. And, um, so I started posting on Instagram, like, check this out, like check out the, you know, what we just did, like, um, and people are, this is rad, this is fire, you know, fire emoji, you know. Um, I don't know what we're going to do with it. I don't know, uh, you know, if, if it's going to come out just like this. I have a feeling that we're going to end up recording some more songs because there's no rush to put out a record right now. We still are riding on the Detonate album. Um, it just turned, I think, uh, six, no, I think... I think end of March, it'll be six months old. So, um, you know, we've got some time to, to ride this out. So, um, and I, I don't want to rush anything anyway. I want to make sure that uh, uh, the next album is obviously as good as it can get. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, excited for that. I imagine we will definitely record some more songs and then sort of just pick the best, you know. And um, maybe we'll have a, a single for the summer. I don't know. We'll see, but uh, it was it was nice. It was nice to be in the studio and not be laying in a hotel bed watching YouTube, you know. Um, and uh, everybody seems pretty stoked on on the whole thing, so that's um, that's great. Um, you get over there. Come on. Okay, my screen was about to shut off. I had to. Um. I've got this cool app called uh, Caffeine for for Mac, and it's uh, it's what it does is it keeps your um, your screen from turning off, like you know when it wants to go to sleep. And when I'm recording, I don't like that to happen because and sometimes it'll shut off the hard drives and stuff like that. It's not cool. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, excited excited to get some uh, new music out this year at some point. I know it's going to happen. Uh, other stuff. We recorded a Green Day song, and it's coming out March 1st. And it's really, uh, I'll have to do like an actual uh, podcast for for this, actually. But um, it's just so special to me because it was our, it's the first song we played at our first show ever in 1996 on March 1st. So 23 years later. On March 1st, 2019, we get to release this song. And I engineered and produced it at my house. We recorded the drums at Shaka's in Virginia Beach. R.I.P., by the way. R.I.P. Shaka's in Virginia Beach. Apparently, they've closed. I like that venue. We used to have really great shows there. But yeah, sound check. I, I just recorded the drums. We, uh, we ran through the song twice and got what I needed, took it home, and 
did everything else in my house. Uh, Nick recorded bass right here in the van. What a time to be alive, people. You know, like we have all this amazing tech. It's affordable. You know, you don't have to go to a big studio anymore. You really don't. We went to to the Pepper Studio because, you know, we needed a place to record drums and, we, you know, we needed a place to vibe out. You know, sometimes you need that. Um, but you really can do it at home. I, I'm planning on taking the, the session that we just did and uh, I'll be recording guitars on this tour, you know, probably vocals too. This this whole album we just recorded might is could be done by the end of this tour. It's just wild to me that we can do it right here, you know, anywhere. Um, so just a exciting time. Uh, but yeah, so go pre-save that Green Day song, Armitage Shanks. It's the uh, Armitage Shank is the first. Uh, song on Insomniac, uh, my favorite Green Day record. And you can pre-save it right now on Spotify and Apple Music. If you go to the band's, um, band's Instagram, it's in the bio there, Ballyhurocks, at Ballyhurocks. Um, you can hit that link to go to pre-save. I think it's fanlink.to slash bhu, B-H-O-O, Green Day. Bhu Green Day. Um but just go hit the link. It's whatever. It's probably easier. Uh, so anyway, yeah, pre-save. And if you pre-save, it'll just show up in your library that day. And the more pre-saves we get, and and please make sure you're following the band on Spotify as well. Um, Ballyhoo, if you're, if you're following Spotify, uh, it helps the band because um, it puts us on the new release radar and all that and Discover Weekly. It's based on the, like, the user alg- algorithm. Um so the more people that are following, it's just it just it's just better for the band. So we live in an era now where it's downloads aren't doing anything. It's not iTunes, it's Spotify, it's Apple Music, it's you know, Pandora, stuff like that. So you gotta embrace the future. And I'm have I'm asking you to embrace us. Take us in your arms. Let us love you. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Singles Awareness Day for all you singles out there. Uh, Hallmark can suck it, okay? Seriously. Um, Valentine's Day is such a bullshit holiday, okay? Like, I feel like it. it's made for you know, Hallmark. And I'm going to look, I need to look up the history of this. I don't honestly know. I, I'm just, I'm a, I don't know shit about this. I'm just talking shit. But um, why do I have to feel like I, if I don't do something for her, I'm a jerk? Why do I have to feel like that? I feel like, you know, I provide I put food on the table. The kids have everything they need. You know, she gets her hair did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that, I don't know, like, why? Why is there a special day where I got to do more shit? 
I'm I'm half kidding. I'm half kidding. Honestly, I'm no, I uh I like doing stuff for her, you know. I like doing nice things. I do. It just feels like if you don't, then it's like, oh, you're a prick. You're you're an asshole. Oh, uh, you don't care. You know? And that's just not it. I do care. I care all year, right? I care all year. And then today, I just have to care a little more, I guess. I don't know. What do you feel about Valentine's Day? What do you what what do what do you all think about Valentine's Day? Let me know. Let me know uh, in the comments. I know you can't leave comments on the podcast. Um, hit me up on on Instagram or the DM. Let me know what you think about Valentine's Day. I want to hear your thoughts. Am I wrong? Am I am I overreacting? You know. <laughs> uh, thanks to everybody that's been tuning in for a song of the day. By the way, um, this has been. It's been fun. It's challenging. It's definitely challenging. Like, I knew it was going to be. Uh, but uh, it's, I mean, there's definitely times where I'm like, oh, man, I fuck, I don't feel like doing this. I got I to gotta get out of the van and go sit in the trailer and record a song. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, I do enjoy it. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it can be challenging sometimes. And, like, it was raining yesterday, you know. Um, it's a lot easier to sit here in the van. So I love it. I actually love it because it's making me get out. It's making me sing because normally I'd be sitting here, you know, like I said, watching YouTube or something, something dumb. And, uh, instead I'm in the trailer, I'm playing my guitar, I'm singing, I'm working on my craft, you know? So you all keep me motivated and I appreciate that. Um, the love that I've gotten, uh, for the, for that and on the YouTube channel, it's just grown so much in the last um in the last month and a half i guess yeah i guess yeah month and a half now jeez um <clears throat> yeah i've i've gotten like 500 plus subscribers since then i'm, I'm i've hit, i hit 800 a couple days ago so thank you very much for that um if you're not checking it out go to my youtube channel howie spangler and um hit subscribe, ring the bell, all that fun stuff. Please leave a comment and uh, hit the like button, all that fun stuff. And, you know, let me know what you, let me know what you want to hear. Like, let me know, I'm going to run out of songs is what I'm saying. Like, I only have, there's only like 120 Ballyhoo songs or something like that. So I got to write more songs and I got to learn songs. So let me know what I should be playing. Um, what do you want to hear? And some point this year, at some point this year, I will hopefully make it happen for you. Um, you know, but uh, all right. Well, I'm just sitting here um, talking on a rainy day in uh, California. Sitting here looking out the window, watching the cars go by, watching the rain fall down the window. You ever think to yourself like, like, I don't speak good, right? Like, I feel like that a lot. I feel like I have this like speech thing, like, like my lips don't move fast enough. Like my brain is like, 
and like my lips just are like, hold up, dude, hold on. What was the last thing you said? We got to get that out first. That, like, hold on. That's what I feel like my lips are saying to my brain. I, they can't move fast enough. Like, bro, slow down, slow down. Okay, you know, um, yeah, it's weird. Okay, on that note, I'm going to get out of here. We're taking off. We're going to go to uh, Santa Cruz today. Playing at Santa Cruz. Valentine's Day. It's going to be amazing. Come hang out. The Expendables cashed out. We'll be out for the next five weeks. Come say what's up. Ballyhoorocks.com slash tour for tickets. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Fun stuff. All right. Later. Later.